This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 159. All right, day 159, and uh, wasn't a big deal at yesterday's disaster of a press conference, uh, was it? Um, I walk away from yesterday, and, you know, Linda, how, we had some people complaining to me that we aired the Biden presser. It's only the second uh, as since he's been president. Um, I deemed it to be newsworthy not for the reasons that maybe some people suspect, because I I knew in my heart this is not going to go well. And it starts out, he's reading the teleprompter, and he's just lying through his teeth, and he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and we've, we've record this and record that, and, and it's like so disconnected from truth and reality. Uh, you know, I, I started writing notes. I think I ended up with seven, eight, nine pages by the time it was all said and done of of just all the, the sheer and utter you know, BS that he's peddling himself. Maybe he actually believes all of this. And um, there's a lot of questions that we had brought up yesterday. I won't repeat them now that could have been asked by the media that weren't asked by the media that never will be asked by the media. And it it is what it is. Um, if he wants to believe that he's the greatest president that has achieved more than any president in history. You go right on believing that lie, Joe, because all the evidence suggests just the opposite is true. Um, you know, the idea that you think your only mistake is you, you haven't gone out to talk to the American people enough. Um, that's not true either. Um, did you overpromise and underdeliver? Yeah, um, we try to underpromise and overdeliver in everything that we do in life. I, tr- I I try to teach that to my kids, and and always do the extra. But the idea that he he actually claimed he outperformed all expectations. I didn't overpromise, but I did outperform what anyone thought would happen. Yeah, we've made enormous progress. I'm like, I, I'm not sure. Does he really believe her? Was it just written for him or beaten into his head? Now, it is my strong belief, and I can't prove this. Joe Biden has barely been seen or heard from for the last four or five days leading into yesterday. And by the way, that was typically the pattern that the campaign took in 2020, you know, before any big moment during the campaign, before a debate, for example, or before the Democratic National Convention. Or before the, the last press conference, the first press conference, um, the idea that he's not recognizing what really has caused inflation and it's 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 connected directly to his policies of Green New Deal ism and climate change, you know, fanaticism is is deeply troubling. Um, inflation is has nothing to do with him. It's the supply chain crisis, and and that's the fault of COVID-19. No, it's not the supply chain. And then he claimed it's because we didn't pass Build Back Broke. That's not the reason either. In large part, it's his economic policies that have failed, and it's also his energy policies that have failed dramatically. And, you know, I've, I've always said this. Probably one of the greatest achievements Donald Trump had was making America energy independent for the first time in 75 years. When Joe Biden came into office one year ago today, 
when Joe Biden, we were an energy independent country. We reduced our net output projections of about 40 percent right around that level. We know what he did with the Keystone XL pipeline. We know the waiver he gave Vladimir Putin for Nord Stream 2 for his pipeline, which then uh, has pushed our Western European allies right into Putin's hands. He's making Putin and Russia rich again. But inflation is directly related to the higher cost of energy that was highly preventable. And it's all built into this this climate change fanaticism cult that he's a part of and 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 Bernie Sanders and the Bernie uh, Biden manifesto and new green deal ism. It's all it's all one and the same. And when you artificially reduce, as he has, the supply of energy and the demand remains even constant, never mind the fact that it might increase. Well, that drives prices up. And we're now headed towards one hundred dollars for a barrel of oil. And that's why you're paying, as on average, a buck fifty more a gallon around the country. Now that the oil futures and and the price of a barrel of oil have gone up, expect prices to again go up even more significantly. If we get to a hundred bucks a barrel or higher, it's going to go up even further. There's a little bit of a lag time between purchasing the barrel of oil, refining it, and bringing it to the gas station. So there's a lag time in terms of you seeing the price increases, but it is inevitable now. It is now going to happen. It's not if, it's not. It's just a matter of when. And releasing the strategic petroleum reserves is not the answer either. But we pay more to fill up our gas tank. We pay more, you know, truck drivers pay more for the diesel they put in their trucks. Those trucks deliver every single item to every single store that we go to. That increases the prices of every item we are now buying and add the supply chain crisis again, Biden caused to that. Um, and now we find ourselves where the average American family is paying a household is now paying five thousand dollars extra in Biden's inflation tax. You know, he actually is claiming that uh, he brought gas prices down. I can't believe that's just an outright lie. Cut off pipelines, restricted drilling and exploration. You know, it's uh, it's it, you know a dollar, dollar fifty a gallon. Every time you fill up your tank is a lot. That means it's going to cost five hundred thousand dollars more to heat your home this summer. Um, heat your home this winter. It's going to cost more to cool your home in the summer. And Kamala Harris is doing a good. What has Kamala Harris done on voting rights? They didn't get the bill passed last night. You know, he didn't liken his opponents. I love this. He got very angry. So I did not liken my opponents of his voting rights bills to racist and segregationist during his speech last week. Yes, he did. Claiming he was a capitalist made me vom- made me want to vomit. You know, everything, of course, is Republicans' fault, Trump's fault, previous administration. And then we have the disaster on Russia. James Rosen's question on his mental cognitive decline was was crucial. I think from an international standpoint, I cannot believe that he actually talked about, well, it depends what Putin decides. And it looks like he's probably going to go in and and we're going to probably have to you know, build up sanctions against them. But that'll depend on whether it's a minor incursion. Oh, um, what, a minor invasion? <laughs> Invading a, an independent country? A minor incursion. 
That's how we're going to describe that. You know, it, to me, it, it seemed like a wink and a nod and, and a Biden stamp of approval uh, for Russia to involve itself in an incursion of any kind into Ukraine, which, by the way, has sent the world reeling. Our allies are shocked and and just stymied by this. They don't even know what to say and think about it. You know, the idea that... Um, what he was saying, the, the clip of Biden appearing to tell reporters that he did not overpromise. <laughs> OK, but he outperformed, outperformed in what category? What world is he living in? Because Biden, the Biden America that I see with a 40 year high of inflation, with high ga- gas prices than we've, we've paid now in eight years, uh, with everything we buy costing more as a result of his economic and energy policies. You know, the people disproportionately impacted negatively by all this, the people he claims to have a monopoly of compassion for, the poor and the middle class, they, they, they cannot afford to pay that much more to fill up their gas tank and heat their homes and buy groceries and put food on the table. And he's causing all of this. And uh, for whatever reason, he thinks he's successful. Is he really going to identify our performance on, on his his border policies that have failed, getting rid of the stay in Mexico policy, stop building the wall, and catch and release becomes process and release. Preferential treatment for illegal immigrants, no COVID tests for them, we're told because they're not going to be here very long. That turned out to be another big lie. No vaccine mandates for them either. And they get free transportation and, and dumped in the dark of night in states all over the country. Now, states like Pennsylvania and Florida and others are saying, nope, we're not we're not putting up with this crap. We're not aiding and abetting law breaking like Joe Biden is. We're going to uphold the rule of law. And if you're going to allow them to stay in the country illegally, that's your problem. And you're going to provide the food, shelter, transportation, education, health care and everything else in between, because you're the ones facilitating the law breaking and aiding and abetting in it. We're going to really say these energy policies are working. Is there any single one item we can point to where where Biden really has made this country and put this country in a better position? When he lost his cool on this reporter, all the reporter did was go back and and say exactly, refer to exactly what he had said. He's now abusing a reporter in defense of his indefensible Bull Connor Jefferson Davis line. And ironically, it comes from the guy that praised segregationists from Strom Thurmond to George Wallace himself to the former Klansman Robert Byrd, the guy that he partnered to stop integration of public schools in the 70s with. He actually partnered with him. He himself was on the wrong side of history. He didn't want integration of schools. So he didn't want public schools becoming, in his words, racial jungles. Nobody talks about that. Kamala Harris did once. She seems to have forgotten that. Um, there are some in the media that have rushed to his defense, um, but they sound silly. Probably the dumbest I heard is uh, somebody sent me something from, I guess Sweet Baby James printed out some comment of Rachel Maddow. The reason that he stayed out so long was to show Putin that he's tough and Putin that he has stamina. I'm like, by the end of this press conference, he's like falling asleep on the podium. I mean, he became 
angry. He 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 was lucid at times for sure, but he's been missing in action the last four or five days. My best guess is he's preparing. And if this is the best you're going to get with four or five days of preparing, we're in we're in deep trouble. And he was obviously tired and he began to mumble and stumble and fumble. And these these long pauses of his, I mean, it's 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 cringe inducing. You know, add to all of this, Biden, Harris, top Democratic leaders questioning the legitimacy of the upcoming midterms. Excuse me. Why? Well, on the other hand, he's bragging about the record turnout in 2020 that he says elected him. So what exactly is it? Who are these people that are preventing and they're claiming it's racist that are preventing minorities from voting? Who are the people that they're talking about? What state are they talking about? What law specifically are they referring to? Because the most restrictive state in terms of voting with the least accessibility happens to be his state of Delaware, or as he refers to it as my state's a slave state. They don't have drop boxes. They don't have in-person early voting at all. You need a request for an absentee ballot. And yeah, they have that horrible, horrific voter ID. It's one of the most restrictive in the country. Never once lifted a finger to fix it. So it tells you it's all about politics. Democrats have calculated that this is their best chance of winning elections. And they have nefarious intentions, as usual. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, Programming announcement. Donald Trump will be on Hannity tonight responding to uh, Joe Biden's disaster of a press conference um, yesterday. Um, We do have Biden's lies, or at least a few of them. Let's play that. Why are you trying so hard in your first year to pull the country so far to the left? Well, I'm not. If you notice, I haven't attacked anybody publicly, any senator, any, 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 any congressman. My Build Back Better plan will address the biggest cost of working families face every day. And it will do all this without raising a single penny in taxes on people making under $400,000 a year. And for the first time in a long time, this country's working people actually got a raise. We've seen record job creation, record economic growth in the past year. Anybody who listened to the speech, I did not say that there were going to be a George Wallace or a Bull Connor. First time in a long time working people have gotten a raise. No, working people are are suffering under the 40-year inflation high that you created. Then you have the gaffes and the bizarre moments of of Biden. You, You can't. You can't ignore this. It's like the elephant in the room here. Listen. We passed a lot of things that people don't even understand what's all that's in it, understandably. One of the things that I remember saying, and I'll end this, I think it's extremely realistic to say to people, because let me back up. So whether or not we can actually get election. And by the way, I haven't given up. We haven't finished the vote yet on what's going on 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 the uh, um, on voting rights and the John Lewis bill and others. Um, the uh, uh, Allison Harris, please. Very few schools are closing. Over 95% are still open. Uh, has, is becoming 
much more informed on the um, the motives of um, some of the political players and some of the uh, and the political parties. And can you guarantee, do you commit that she will be your running mate in 2024, provided that you run again? Yes and yes. Okay. Do you care to expand? Pardon me? Do you care to expand? No, there's no need to. How, how many more hours am I doing this? I'm happy to stick around. You always ask me the nicest question, and there's more to get done. But look, let's... Let me ask a rhetorical question. No, I won't. Anyway. Thank you. One, one more question, uh, Mr. President. Um, By the way, a... it's a quarter of guys now, so I'm going to do this. Just let's, If you ask me easy questions, I'll give you quick answers. I, I, I just can't even, words can't describe what you just heard there. And that was, that was the short version. I, if it's amazing is he knows voting rights bill is dead. Mansion and Cinema both voted it down. Schumer's attempt, you know, the the power grab of the liberals and the left, and you know they they want it all. Eliminating the filibusters is the first start. That's then you then it's the beginning. Then they start with their voting rights act. But why why isn't something as simple as voter ID in there? Signature verification. Partisan observers observing updated voter rolls, simple things that le only legal citizens have the right to vote. What part of him not getting billed back better his radical New Green Deal socialist spending bill? What part of it did he not get? Manchin said it's done. It's not happening. How is it possible he doesn't understand that we've had the largest spike from one year to the next? In the last 40 years, a 40-year high in terms of inflation. How does he not understand the, the, the connection between the price of, of energy and oil and his adherence to climate change cultism is hurting every American in every way economically possible? Because it impacts everything we buy at every store we go to. It impacts every time we, we go to the gas pump. It impacts every heating bill and cooling bill. You know, how does he think, you know, bragging about jobs being created? What about the labor shortage? What about the unfulfilled jobs that are out there? You know, nobody asks, why did you give Vladimir Putin the green light for his Nord Stream 2 pipeline while simultaneously killing the Keystone XL pipeline? You know, Biden makes statements, you know, he, he gave the green light for Putin to invade Ukraine. Hi, a minor incursion. No specifics. Minor incursion. Comments Russia were so bad be held that even Dick Durbin said he'd like to ask what, what Biden was thinking specifically on that. That's the second time in a week now that Dick Durbin has distanced himself from Joe Biden. And he he's a hardcore He'll go to the mat for any Democrat on anything. You know, he was handed all the vaccines in the world, monoclonal antibodies. And then his his answer, well, we were a little slow. A little? 
We didn't see Omicron coming. Now we know that he was presented with a plan in early October of last year to prepare for the holiday season and the predictable uptick in positive cases for COVID-19, knowing that Omicron was now a highly contagious variant. And he did nothing. He could have produced 732 million COVID tests a month. He was presented with that plan. They, they rejected it. How did he run out of monoclonal antibodies, which he only mentioned for the first time in his vaccine mandate speech? How did we run out of them? We never had a shortage of monoclonal antibodies. He mentions antivirals for the first time that I've heard last night. Why? We've known about them for months and months. Doctors have been talking to me about them. Why aren't we? Why didn't we mass produce them? Lives could be saved. You know, just 10 days ago, we broke the previous U.S. hospitalization record with 132,000 in a day. You know, the, the more people died in 2021 than 2020 from COVID because of Joe. What has he done? He said it was a travesty that Donald Trump didn't have enough tests in the beginning of the pandemic. Well, what's what is it now? What words, what adjectives would we use now? His focus on the supply chain crisis, you know, the, well, there was a, a November 10th piece in the Business Insider that highlighted just how bad this was, this crisis at our ports. A record 111 container ships floating off California's busiest ports despite Biden's 24-7, quote, schedule and looming fines. You know, why is he lashing out at industry like the meat industry for the high price of meat these days and not focusing on the fact that meat gets moved around? We had a rancher call into this program and describe, yeah, well, first we take the cattle, they're alive, we move them to the slaughterhouse, and then they go to this other place and they get processed there, and then after they are processed, uh, then they get packed at another place, and then they get distributed around the country. And every step of the way, when you put them in an 18-wheeler, maybe in this case a refrigerated one, um, that costs every driver that much more money. Why are you lashing out at them? Why are you lashing? I'm a capitalist, but, you know, capitalism needs competition. There's plenty of competition. We didn't have high meat prices under Donald Trump's policies as per the most recent example. You know, several cities, how come he didn't mention crime in this speech? How come that didn't come up? You know, how is it that, you know, he's proud of everything he did with Afghanistan? And I'm like, you abandoned Americans, but you've turned the page. You know, I'll, I'll make no apologies for for Afghanistan. There was no easy way to get out. Actually, we now know from your own military that you were warned about what would happen and you still didn't lift a finger. The biggest foreign policy preventable blunder in U.S. history. It's not just the 13 dead U.S. Marines, which was a disaster. Biden was caught checking his watch several times. Remember, as the bodies were being unloaded that day, there were family members that wouldn't talk to him that day. We interviewed some of them. You know, Biden's uh, DOJ releasing a memo that the FBI should mobilize against parents opposed to critical race theory in school, you know, citing the threats that parents are posing. Letter shows the National School Board Association request to classify protests, meaning parents, as domestic terrorism. 
His big lie, no one making under $400,000 will have their taxes raised. Oh, okay. Well, that's not working out well either because the real truth of the matter is that's per couple. $200,000 per individual. Overall taxpayers in the top 5%, you know, are then they're not the ones that are impacted as greatly as the poor in the middle class. 27% of taxpayers that make 75 to 100 grand a year under his proposal will have an income tax hike. 19% of taxpayers earning between 50 and 75,000 would have a tax increase under his plan. You'll actually see your standard of living go up and costs go down. No, not with inflation out of 40 year high. The Penn Wharton study shows that the inflation is impacting households to the tune of almost $5,000 per household. You know, he said the supply chain crisis will be fixed in a 90-day sprint. Said that in early November. You know, I'm the most pro-union president. Well, turns out Biden so far has lost 8,000 union jobs. Maybe we can get back the Keystone XL pipeline. Let's start there. I'll expand opportunities for our farmers and not count them out. Well, the tax hikes and his build back broke agenda, that would have hurt farmers' ability to sell their goods. It would hurt rural America even more. You know, it's, you know, I'll, I will shut down the virus. Well, nobody could predict what would happen with the virus. I will not make vaccines mandatory. Now they're mandatory. They lost that in the Supreme Court. Mask mandate will be lifted after 100 days. It won't last forever. Yeah, forget that promise also. I promise I will protect America, protect you, protect the, your family. I will defend this nation from threats seen and unseen. Okay. Where was he in the summer of 2020 when 574 riots? He barely mentioned it. His own vice president is promoting a bail fund for people involved in the unrest. The same vice president on with Stephen Colbert. We're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. We won't stop. I'll get the opioid crisis under control. Yeah, we have more opiates, more. They're, they're, they're getting more fentanyl at the border than we've ever gotten in history. Unbelievable. The Afghan withdrawal would be conducted orderly and safely. I'll always tell you the truth. I'll be president for all Americans, not just the Democratic president. I will unify this country. Okay. You know, his bizarre lies, you know, speaking about Georgia rights, even the Washington Post gave him four Pinocchios, another arrest for there's little evidence. PolitiFact evidence is scant that Joe Biden was arrested for ever protesting for civil rights. He strongly implied he was arrested for wandering on the Senate floor as a starstruck kid. That didn't happen. He claimed he was arrested in South Africa trying to visit Nelson Mandela. That didn't happen. He claimed he helped desecrate restaurants and and movie theaters while speaking to to grad students in december however during his plagiarized speech in 1987 he said he was not an activist i was not marching i was not down in selma i was not anywhere else oh sorry about the conflict ask yourself is this the best we can do because if this, if this is the best we can do we're in trouble they mentioned crime zero times during this presser. Immigration only twice. 
Voting was mentioned 28 times. Russia mentioned a whopping 33 times. Even Democrats say it was just an unmitigated disaster on every front. AP fact-checking his claims. No. On the virus, job gains, wrong. If If this press conference was supposed to reset his agenda and inspire confidence, this is the worst moment I can think of since I've followed politics my whole life where somebody performed this poorly and is this unfit for this job. Well, he said, well, Donald Trump, he was, he was out there fighting with the press and everything. I'm like, yeah, good thing he did. Wall Street Journal editorial board had a good point, too. He, he didn't even delve into the idea of a course correction. He just doubled down. I'm going to do Build Back Better in pieces. We're going to go for the Voting Rights Act in pieces. And I'm going to do things by executive fiat. And I'm going to go out and talk to people more. But he has no idea why people think that have questions about his mental acumen, his cognitive abilities. If you're like me, after yesterday, you probably have more sleepless nights than ever. But anyway, that's where my pillow comes in and all things mypillow.com. Uh, right now, they have a special deal going on. If you haven't tried their my slippers, they're incredible. Uh, they're offering them at 50% off when you go to the Sean Hannity Square at MyPillow.com. You can check out their overstock sale as well that includes deep discounts on select pillows, towels, and that's only for a limited time. You get deep discounts on other great MyPillow products. You go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square, and you'll get 50% off their My Slippers. Remember, all MyPillow products have a 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. You put in the promo code Hannity when you go to MyPillow.com, go to the Sean Hannity Square, or mention my name when you call 800-919-6090. Then those products will arrive, and the sleep that you want, you need, you crave, you desire, and you deserve will be yours. It's that simple. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. Sean Hannity. All right, loaded up when we come back. All things simple man Bill O'Reilly will join us. We'll get his take on, well, I'll give you his take. Electing Biden was a terrible mistake. He'll explain next. <laughs> 